And so my mission is if we can get people learning these steps and tools, we're going to treat each other differently. We're going to have deeper, more authentic conversations with each other. We're not going to be taking things so personally or fearful. It's just going to be a whole different world. If you're standing on a threshold, if you feel a yearning to tap into your greatest potential, but you're caught in that fuzzy in-between space of the now and not yet, don't despair. You're being invited to pivot with greater purpose. You're on the thrilling edge of becoming. You are being called to unleash your soul song. I'm Becky Fleischer, and I believe we're all born with a gift that's uniquely ours, our very own soul song. And I discovered on my own journey that when we unleash it into the world, man, does it make life sing. You might express it through writing, science, cooking, nursing, teaching, or some other endeavor. The song is different for each of us, and its expression can change throughout your life, but it can only sing when you're in tune with your truest self. I know you're trying to get things in focus, that you're looking for encouragement and practical tools to illuminate your own personal journey, and that's what you're gonna get here. I'm excited to travel this road with you. Let's get going. Hi, everybody. It's Becky Fleischer, the host of Unleash Your Soul Song. And before I get going today, I have a special guest in the booth, my business partner, Peter Carucci. Hey, Peter. Hey, Becky. It's exciting to be on your podcast. It's exciting to have you here because we have a really great idea that we want to share with my listeners. So throughout this year, we've been challenging ourselves to get really creative with ways that our music can help people through this really hard year. We posted a ton of music on our Instagram feed. We got creative with song notes to help people celebrate life milestones during quarantine. And now we have a really great idea for how we can bring a little more light into the world through our custom songs. That's right. As we approach the holidays and start to wrap up the year, we'd love to help people write a custom song, a personalized song that reflects some of the good things, the silver linings that came through this year. You could use it in place of a year-end holiday card as a year-in-review for your family. You could even use it as a message to lift up your friends, family, or coworkers. And you could even put it over a little picture montage. Yeah, I love that so much. Can't you just see all of these uplifting songs being spread around at the end of the year, just bringing some more joy and light? Mm-hmm. If this sounds interesting to you, we're offering a free consultation so that you can learn more about our process and what you'll get. And what do you say, Peter, if they sign up for a free consultation and mention that they heard this on Unleash Your Soul Song, how about we give them $500 off their custom song? Why not? You know, we really believe that music brings people together in such a unique and powerful way. Let's spread as much of that unity and joy as we can. Let's do it. So if you want to get your free custom song consultation, just go to 426studios.com. That's F-O-U-R, the number is 26 studios.com. There's absolutely no obligation and no pressure. And hey, we're a pretty fun hang, so what do you have to lose? Get $500 off your custom song by getting your free consultation at 426 Studios today. Welcome back to another episode of Unleash Your Soul Song. I'm coming at you again with a little scratchy voice, and I apologize for that. This time I can't blame it on the singing, though. This is just a good old-fashioned cold. I'm pretty sure it's just a cold, but I'm going to be checking on that very soon. What a crazy year, right, where we can't even be sure that a cold is something that's not going to hurt our family or our neighbors. It's just such a 
weird year, right? I can hardly believe that we're halfway through November already. I mean, is it just me or has this been one of the fastest long years of your life? Everything about this year has been weird. The first two months of 2020 for me felt like two years all on their own. We were dealing with some health issues in my family. And as soon as those kind of calmed down, then quarantine hit. And that felt like forever. Like When was it ever going to end? So much uncertainty about what we were dealing with and when we were going to move past it or how we were going to move past it. And then the summer came and I couldn't believe it when I looked up and it was already over. It seemed like that just flew by. And for all of the havoc and heartache this year has presented, there have also been some really powerful silver linings. I don't know about you, but I have found this year to just be really full of paradox and holding tensions and living with uncertainty and coping. So much coping. Which brings me to my conversation today with Sherry Anna Boyle and her book, Emotional Detox which was named by Parade Magazine as one of the top 10 self-help books of 2019. Sherrianna is an international emotional detox coach and author of eight books. She's been featured in over 85 articles, has been a presenter for renowned organizations across the country, and her book, The Four Gifts of Anxiety, was endorsed by the National Association of Mental Health. She's an adjunct psychology professor and the founder of Emotional Detox Coaching, servicing clients all over the world virtually. And she is also the co-founder of CleanseLife.com, which features her Cleanse Yoga virtual video collection, her emotional detox courses, and corporate wellness programs. Sherrianna is also a featured expert on the Simple Habit app and the host of Emotional Detox radio show on HealthyLife.net. In our conversation, Sherrianna and I went over a lot of things related to emotions. And if you've been feeling a lack of energy, if you've been feeling unmotivated or heavy, lonely, negative, isolated, or irritated, then you may have some emotions looking to be processed. And if you're like me, you've never really thought of emotions as something to process. I mean, you process through an experience or a situation, right? But on the whole, I've always just thought of emotions especially the strong or negative or hard ones, as something to deal with or get over. So the idea of processing emotions as a practice was really interesting to me. Sherrianna is going to walk us through her cleanse formula that can help you address your anxieties and clear a path for new positive habits, behaviors, and emotions. After a year like this one, I think an emotional detox might just be exactly what we all need. So let's get to it. Sherrianna Boyle, welcome to Unleash Your Soul Song. We are so happy to have you here today to talk about your book, Emotional Detox, Seven Steps to Release Toxicity and Energize Joy. I got the book last week and I really wish I had more time to go through because it really piqued my interest and I'm eager to dig in deeper. So I'm grateful that you're here to tell us more about the book today. Oh, thanks for having me. Uh, We're excited to talk to you. So I'd like to start with something I read on your website that to me, it read like a personal mission statement. And man, I loved the clarity of this. You're quoted in many different places saying, I am determined to get our world feeling again. And that seems to be the frame for your work and this book. And I'm curious where that motivation comes from. So could you talk a little bit about what that means to you and why you feel so driven to get our world feeling again? Sure. Yeah, I think it's probably the knowledge 
that I've received through the research of writing emotional detox. And as I was just talking about with you, emotional detox for anxiety was the book that followed that. And then I just wrote another book in regards to emotional detox, which will come out in the fall. And the reason I bring that out fall 221 is because the topic is so rich and so deep and I'm, it just never ends. The information that you gain once you start to learn to process your emotions but my mission to get this world feeling again, I've had that for a while. And it's because I think that most of what we've been calling a feeling is actually a reaction. Mm -hmm. And I believe that it's the reactions that's leading to disharmony and discord and division. And so if we can teach people how to feel their feelings and what they're really, what they really are, and what emotional processing really truly feels like, I believe that on the other side, you're going to start to see more peace and harmony and balance, and people are going to be able to get all their needs met. We won't have to feel like we're competing with each other. That's a good segue because I found the title of your book interesting, Emotional Detox. People usually associate detoxes with a physical detox and kind of getting rid of everything. But in the introduction of your book, you say that an emotional detox will allow you to truly feel your emotions. It will teach you how to take care of your feelings, and it will provide a roadmap for living a happy and fulfilled life. So let's jump in right there. Could you just describe to us what is an emotional detox? Because if my listeners are anything like me, I haven't heard those two words put together before, and I think it's really interesting. So could you take us through what exactly is an emotional detox? Sure. And I actually had to figure that out myself. I knew I was going to be writing emotion, about emotions and emotional detox, but it's kind of interesting. No one's ever really, people have touched upon it, Becky. They've, they've maybe have written a little bit on what the idea of an emotional detox, but nobody's really dove in. And so what I've created is the foundation of an emotional detox because it wasn't there. I didn't have anyone I could go to really that had really sunk their teeth into this. So the emotional detox from my perspective is based on a mindset. And the mindset is that your emotions are not the problem. It's our reactions. So we're not actually detoxing the emotions we're detoxing the reactions so that you can actually process and feel your emotions. The mindset is based on, on many principles. One is that I believe there is no bad emotion. They're all good so long as you process them. So I'll say that again. All emotions are good so long as you process them. It's when we go into a state of resistance or avoidance or prevention that we actually avoid processing the emotions. And what happens is that they end up coming back up again, only they come up through situations, events, circumstances, behaviors, perceptions that remind us that we have emotions that are still looking to be processed in us. So an emotional detox is a seven-step mindful process based on the acronym of CLEANSE. So I put it together in an acronym starts with the C, ends with the E, and you take yourself through. And at the end, you feel so different. And when you feel different, you see things differently. 
and the conversation changes. I think that's the most exciting part for me is I often watch people have conversations without processing their emotions. And then they might have a conversation after, at least with me. And it sounds completely different, Becky. And so my mission is if we can get people learning these steps and tools, we're going to treat each other differently. We're going to have deeper, more authentic conversations with each other. We're not going to be taking things so personally or fearful. It's just going to be a whole different world. Yeah. Oh, I think that you're so right. I, emotions are tricky things. And I don't think we talk about them nearly enough. I think we since it's something we all experience, I think there's an assumption that you know how to process through or manage them in your life. And so we don't, I mean, I can't really think of anybody who, you know, as you're growing up, if if there's a, you know, a course or a, a class or anything that helps you manage through, even as adults, I think we can think we're processing our emotions and maybe we're not. So how do you know, or how would someone know if, if they're in need of an emotional detox? Are there clues or signals or signs that can tell you that you're really not processing emotions when maybe you think you are? Sure. I mean, it, it happens on both a conscious and a subconscious level, and that's the tricky part. And so on a conscious level, you could recognize it by distractibility. If you're really distracted and you're having a hard time being in the present moment, that's typically a sign that you have an emotion to be processed. That's one of the main ones. The other one is chronic thinking, which and it also runs along the lines of anxiety. So if you're thinking, thinking, trying to figure things out, analyze, explain, if you're getting defensive, those kinds of things are usually indications that you have an emotion to be processed. Also physical. So if you're feeling a lot of physical tension, If you're feeling guarded or disconnected, or if you're feeling paranoid about things, then that too is a sign that you most likely have some emotions coming up to be processed. Now, on a subconscious level, it's kind of interesting. I was just talking to someone about this this morning. On a subconscious level, sometimes we prepare for something. So for example, If let's say, you know, you're going to be with a group of people, maybe you're going to go out to dinner or something and they're going to ask you some stuff, right? And you know, inwardly, oh crap, they're going to ask me about work or they're going to ask me about school or what if they bring up my ex-boyfriend? Internally, we might have a hunch for something like that. So what do we do? We start gathering our coping mechanisms And it might like look like something like, I better stop for a pack of cigarettes on the way Uh to dinner, (laughs) right? (laughs) Or let's break out the wine. And, And I'm not saying not to do those things, of course. I'm saying to pay attention to how we unconsciously prepare for those difficult moments. And what's really happening in those moments is we're getting a little bit triggered. And then we have to manage that trigger. But what those triggers really are underneath it all is their emotions just looking to come up to be processed. And if you just take time, a moment to process them, then you're going to have a whole different experience at that dinner. You're not going to need those things Mm. to be able to cope. You know how many people Mm. are suffering from social anxiety, really? And they have to have all their 
you know, every little thing in place before they even think about getting out in the world. People are really afraid. And I really believe that it's, we just haven't been given these tools. And then on top of it, we're just poured a lot of fearful narratives and messages are right at our fingertips now. So it's just becoming a time where it's time to make a shift how we do things. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you're so right, because when you're preparing for a conversation that you know is difficult, if you are really at calm and at peace with it, that's a, you're approaching it in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just like you said, and if you're coming into it with unresolved feelings or you're not totally clear about your own emotion, about how you feel about something going into a conversation, those are those become two totally different conversations. So you can see right there the benefits of processing through your emotions before you even head into something. And you can just see, people can see for themselves the two different experiences. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and what they're really doing is they're managing their own insecurity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the challenge is, is when you manage your insecurity, then you don't really get confident. You manage insecurity. Right, right, exactly. So you're talking about what we're really trying to deal with are the reactions. It's that we're not trying to get rid of the emotion because like you said, all emotions, and I agree with you, mm. all emotions are, are helpful. They're a warning system or they're an alert system to kind of let you know, you need to pay attention here. There's something here that needs your focus and attention. Mm-hmm. So what we're trying to get better are the reactions, I guess is what you're saying. So what exactly are we detoxing in an emotional detox. If we're not a we're not trying to get rid of emotions, we're trying to detox, what is it that we're trying to get rid of? What we're detoxing is the way that we're managing the emotions, the way that we're coping with them. Now I know that goes against a lot of what we've been taught because we've been taught to cope. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. that's been our biggest thing, coping mechanism, co- coping mechanisms and How are you going to handle it? How are you going to manage? How are you going to deal with something? And I'm saying that those things are great, but guess what? They have an expiration date. Mm. We're never, we're never meant to cope for the long term. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of effort. That's a lot of energy. And that's how you get exhausted. Sure is. Right. I mean, if I have to cope with everything, I'm never really going to be able to just be and receive. Mm. I'm always doing something. Even if I'm not talking or interacting, I'm always busy. And that puts the slow drain on you subconsciously, consciously, and on your spirit. So it just makes life seem very difficult. And if you can sometimes feel like you're getting a little beaten up along the way. So find cope when you're in the grocery store and you're waiting in line and there's like five people in front of you and you think, okay, fine. I'll read a magazine. I'll look at my phone, whatever. I'll cope. Right. But once Mm -hmm. you leave that store, that coping mechanism expires. Yeah. Yeah. Good, Good point. And then it becomes, if I'm still feeling the effects of standing in that line, then something in me is looking to be processed, perhaps emotion of feeling irritated or frustrated or overextended or oversupported or, you know, anytime we're rushing, Becky, that's another sign. That's another mm-hmm. sign that something in us is coming up to be processed. Rushing is one of those cues. If I have to hurry up, like everything's an emergency, I have to take a look at that. That's a coping mechanism. Hmm. Yeah. And you just said something that really triggered in me um, 
triggered not to use that word, but, but it, it, it inspired in me. It inspired in me. Um, you know, when you're talking about it's exhausting, it's depleting, it takes so much energy, right, to constantly be coping. And when we're doing that, when it, it just made me think when we're coping and you're in constant motion of having to do that, you're not leaving space inside for all of the other pieces to come through, you know, that we talk about on this podcast a lot, which is unleashing your gifts into the world, really tapping into what those are and sharing them to the fullest extent. And if you're busy, if you're constantly busy coping and managing and just kind of dealing, you don't leave a lot of space for that inside. So you can see really the benefits of like you talk about processing through these emotions so they don't take up that space. That's right. Yeah. Beautiful. Great. So I love this because your your book is set up really smart. You have a the first sections really kind of gives you a nice overview about what is an emotional detox and gives you some context. Then the second section, you mentioned it before, it goes into your seven-step cleanse formula. And this is a system of strategies that can help people through an emotional detox. And I love on this show is that we really try to give practical tools for people that they can implement in their lives. And so I'm so excited for you to walk us through what that seven-step cleanse formula is and how we can start to you know, use some of those tools in our life when we're feeling like we're holding on, we're coping, and how do we start to process through these emotions? Can you help us through that? Walk us through a little bit. Sure. So the, the first step is is called CLEAR. And the, the acronym, first of all, the reason I came up with the acronym, because I want to be clear with people about that, is I never, I never knew I was going to call it CLEANSE. But I went through my own personal de- emotional detox, which is in that book that you have. It's the emotional detox. Mm. I call it the core book. And in that core book, I was I was researching and writing, and I was actually writing the book. And then I got hit with a, a real emotional trauma in my life, and so I no longer was just writing about something I was curious in. I was actually now someone who needed an emotional detox big time. And so I just want your audience to know that, that it was written from inside out. So the reason that I came up with the cleanse is because when you are emotionally going through a crisis of any sort or someone around you, you forget everything, Becky, your memory is shot, right? Your nervous system shot, you're, you're not clear in your head, you're foggy. And you know that because you you might be hypersensitive, like someone might say something to you and you, you and you might be like, what do they mean by that? Why did they say that? Right. <laughs> you get like this feeling like the whole world is against you when you're going through something really difficult. So I just want people to know that that cleanse came from that understanding of that. So if you're feeling that way, it starts with the C and it's called clear reactivity. So in that section, I offer tools and strategies really for getting you centered. And number one is you got to get centered. It actually isn't talking. And I think that's where I know I was trained as a psychologist in the beginning. We just automatically go to talking, but we don't begin with talking. We begin with centering. So that very first step is designed to get you centered, to to align your gut and your brain. We know that the gut tells the brain how things are going way far better than the brain to the gut. That 
transformation or yeah, tra that highway there, that communication highway is much stronger from your gut to your brain. So that first step is all about techniques that help hook up those together so that your, your central nervous system can get clear communication. And then that second step, which is L, look inward, I give some stem sentences there and I offer people a way to explore their emotions without re-traumatizing themselves. Because let's face it, when we retell a story or we hear it, sometimes we feel like we're going through it again. And that's not helpful to, to you or to anybody else to go through that physiological experience. It's like, it's like you're rerunning those stories and narratives and images, and it can be very self-destructive. So there's a nice gentle way that you can go in through that L. And then we go to E, which is emit. Now, the reason emit is there is emit means sound. Sound is vibration. And I wrote a book before Emotional Tea Talks called Mantras Made Easy. So I had researched and I had many, many mantra practices going at the time. So I was very familiar with sound and I absolutely knew that the cleanse would include sound. And the research is incredibly strong around sound vibration as a way to process your emotions. So that gives you a specific mantra there. And I did a lot of research around that one mantra. It's the best mantra. And it's been reinforced over and over again as I continue to research for the next books. And then it's, where am I at? C-L-E-A is the, um, it's called Activate. And now you're crossing the bridge. And you're crossing, I didn't know we were, I was crossing a bridge at the time. But now I realize you cross a bridge, which means now I have to start to visualize, which sounds like what your podcast is about. It's about who am I becoming? Yeah. Right. Who am I becoming now? If I'm not that, if I'm not those reactions, then who am I becoming? And really, who am I? Right. Because we already are that. And so now you're going into activate, which is going to start to work with your subconscious mind tools and strategies to re to release old belief systems and put some new belief systems in there. And then we go to N, which is nourish. Now, in it depends which book you're reading. In the core book, nourish gives all sorts of communication skills because I do believe we're afraid to communicate. <laughs> mm -hmm. And we need to learn how to communicate in a way where, again, we don't feel like, oh, crap, I have to get into it. And then the emotional detox for anxiety really gives other ways that you can nourish yourself. So that's in that end system. And then S is surrender. Surrender is your free will, is your choice. And you only you can make the choice to process. Nobody can process your emotions for you. You have to choose it. And that's the surrender statement. And then the, uh, the I'm sorry, the E. E, it's, a, it's an actual I statement, it's called ease. And that is, mm. you know, we end in full integration. We are that, we've always been that. We just somehow got a little, we lost our way a little bit, got kicked out of alignment, but now you're back in alignment and now you can really start to move forward in your life. 
Oh, I, this is great. Seven easy steps to go through. I say easy. It doesn't, it's probably (laughs) not that easy, but at least seven clear steps, right? That you can look through. So tell me, I have a few questions about this so much to unpack because I I did pick out a few things from different steps I want to touch on. But Mm. before we get specific, if someone's thinking about this and they're like, wow, that does sound like a logical progression of how to manage through something. Is this a sequence that you go through that you can take yourself through? Do you need someone to take you through it? Do you need a coach? That's one of my first questions. Mm. So why don't we start there? Yeah. So it depends. It depends. You can. I, so emotional detox for anxiety came out after a year later. That one gives people more specifics on how to take themselves through. Now, with that said, people have read the one that you have, the core book, and have told me, oh my gosh, I'm using it all the time. This is amazing, right? So it is possible all the steps are there for you. But if you're someone who just feels like you need more, it's going to be an emotional detox for anxiety. As far as yeah, I mean, I'm. That's what I do. I do emotional detox coaching, and I take people through until they're ready to take their training wheels off, and then they fly on their own. That is my intention: is to teach someone so that they can do it on themselves. And then in the fall, next fall, I wrote a book with 135 self-guided emotional detoxes, so people know that if you when you hook up with me, that book's coming down. Maybe I can come back, Becky, on your show. Yeah, that would be um, great. That would be fun because that book really, it's basically, it takes all the thinking out of it. And I take you through, uh, there's 135 cleanses, depending on what's going on in your life. So it's pretty much anything that's come up in a session, I've recorded it for people. Great. Yeah. Great. All right, so we've got we've got the core books right now, which is Emotional Detox. That's the book. I literally have it right here in my hand, and I would recommend it for people to get that if this sounds interesting to you. I have found reading it very interesting. And then there's Emotional Detox for Anxiety, which can take you even deeper through the book and, and this book and the practices, right? It, well, it's not that it's... It, they're both deep. It's the Emotional Detox for Anxiety. So when I was coaching people, they wanted to know how to handle anxiety. And so I realized that I needed to redefine anxiety. I couldn't apply this method without that. And that's how emotional detox for anxiety came to be. So my definition of anxiety is it's an emotion attempting to be processed, but can't because you won't let it. Mm. That's anxiety. <laughs> an emotion attempting to be processed like you said it's knocking on your door yeah. but you're doing everything not to let it happen and you're and that's when anxiety happens interesting or maybe that you you don't have the tools to open that door and to help it out and to you it's, know uh, navigate through what that looks like that's very interesting yeah, so that's how it's defined in that book. So that's that's based on that de- definition. Okay, then how do I navigate anxiety in my life? And they get and there are cleanses in there that there's a daily cleanse and there's cleanses for for example like social anxiety, I have specific for that or paranoia specific to that. So you will find some self-guided cleanses in that book. That's interesting. That leads me to my next question, which was so this 
process in emotional detox, the cleanse formula, which is the seven steps you just walked us through. Mm-hmm. How long is that meant to take? I mean, mm-hmm. is it is this something you go through in a month? Is it you take one a month? Do you, I mean, does it take a year to get through? Give us some idea of timing. That's a good question. So in addition to my website, which is sherryannaboyle.com, I have a, a website called cleanselife.com. So it's cleanselife.com. And the reason I mentioned that is I have meditations. So I take people through cleanses. So they're audio meditations and they take, a, it's about nine minutes. So each cleanse about nine minutes in those meditations, you can take anywhere between six and 10 minutes going through one cleanse. So when you're saying cleanse, is that the each letter of the cleanse formula or different cleanses? The whole kit and caboodle, all seven steps ought to take you about 10 minutes. Wow. Yeah. And do you do that specific to one? So when you're feeling something come up, like you gave us some of the warning signals, mm-hmm. when you feel that coming up, you walk yourself through these seven steps in about that amount of time. Yeah, that's a good question. What I recommend is that you don't wait till something comes up. <laughs> Right. It's kind of like, well, remember when you'd feel heated and someone would say, oh, just go take a deep breath. And you just want to give them the finger. You want to be like, you know right. what? You, you go take a deep breath. I'm pissed. Right. So um, it might be too late at that point. <laughs> I don't recommend waiting until the heat of the moment. It doesn't work. They tell it, you know, yeah. we've all learned that. Just stop, walk away, you know usually we're a little past that point. So I recommend it as a daily practice. So you could, you could open the book and you could go through a cleanse every day. Um, I go through it every day, start with the C end with the E. It's how I begin my morning. It's a great, it's a habit. I put, take a ritual, a habit, and I just allow myself to see what comes up. I don't even necessarily know what's going to come up. And it usually something surprises me and something will come up that I wasn't even thinking about. And, but it's, it's like anything when you sit still for a moment, all of a sudden you're like, oh, this is kind of bothering me. <laughs> a little mm-hmm. bit more than maybe I realize. And I've been kind of smacking it down, suppressing, suppressing. So emotional suppression is what leads to anxiety when you suppress and depression, by the way. Suppression, mm-hmm. suppression, chronic suppression. And it will it will bog you down like nothing else. We were never meant to withhold or regulate our emotions. They're meant to be felt. But here's the thing. People think that feeling, and this is the this is why I'm determined, means you're gonna be a mess. <laughs> yeah. Right? That you're opening up a door that you just ha- it's like it's like everybody has to have the perfect moment, you know? Yeah. Okay, I gotta have everything ready. I'm gonna feel my emotions. Get ready, everybody, you know, and it's not, (laughs) it's not, you're going to feel so much better. And, you know, I was, Mm -hmm. I was talking to someone and they said to me that, um, I just don't cry enough. And somebody told me I need to be crying more. I need to be releasing more. And I'm like, that doesn't sound like emotional processing to me. You're not going to be crying. I mean, you could be a little vulnerable. And, and maybe soft tears for some people, but if you're bawling and you're a flat out mess, you're in reactivity. 
that's not emotional processing. That's someone reliving something. Yeah. Because it, and it does, it usually feels a little bit traumatic. You know, when you break down in tears like that, it, it feels like you are releasing something that has been bottled up. So when you said that about it's a daily practice, I thought that that was very interesting. The minute you said that, well, I would do it, you know, once a day, before you even said, you don't, you know, sometimes you're surprised about what pops up. I was thinking, oh, I could see that because you have no idea what would pop up. And it's a way for you to get ahead of it. Basically, it's a way for you to manage it in a very proactive and healthy way to let things kind of surface as they're going to surface and giving that time and space to do it in this very methodical, practical way that you walk us through with the cleanse formula. Seems like it could be a very powerful daily practice. I can see that. It is. And what it does is it takes, honestly, Becky, it takes a lot off your plate Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) because our plates are so full. And what ends up happening half the time is I don't realize, uh, I hadn't realized until I started this journey, how much I micromanage everything, right? I got to make sure I do this. I got to make sure I tell this person this. I got to make sure this person's on the right track. And my children, so I have three daughters and I realize how much comes up around their situations, their journeys. And whenever I take some time to process what I feel and it changes my relationship with my children, myself and others, because I'm no longer like this on top of people and they feel it and I feel it. And it makes it feel like you have like this big weighted list. So it gives you permission to say, you know what, I'm going to process what I feel because what ends up happening is you learn to trust and you learn to surrender and you learn to let go and you learn to just notice the good in your life and in their lives. And everybody gets, a. we all get along so much better in my house, Becky. Mm. (laughs) We really do. My house is, it's a peaceful place now. And it wasn't always peaceful. It was a lot of reactivity. It just, I've seen a change and it's because I changed, not them, me. Mm. Isn't that always the way? Isn't that always the way? It always starts with us and what we do for ourselves. And you're taking me back to the sea of the cleanse, right? The clear and the centering. It's not about talking it out. It's about centering yourself and getting in tune with yourself and to give yourself the time for emotions. Because, you know, you had said you were just talking about, you know, we're all so busy and we're all managing and controlling. And we don't set aside time to just say, let me just sit and be, let me see what comes up. Let me see how I feel about that. We just don't give time a lot of time for feeling. And I, it's hard. I think it's, it's hard for people. It's scary. And we don't want to deal with it. Cause like you said, we're afraid of what's going to pop up and what's going to pop out. But just even talking to you, I can just see, oh my gosh, if you really took the time and got very centered each morning with a quick little thing like this, your day would be different. You're right. You would not be reacting. I can definitely see these connections that you're talking about so clearly. Very interesting. Yeah. And it's not just that it, it, and it is that, but in addition, what's nice is having a system Mm -hmm. so that when things do pop up, when you do get triggered, because we do, we get, somebody says something, somebody cuts us off and whatever, somebody reminds us of something that we need that we hadn't done yet. Right. Mm -hmm. And 
we get triggered. That's going to happen. We're human. But at least you know what to do. It's the fact that you get triggered and then you spend all this time managing the trigger. Then you're just going downhill. But now if you have a system in place, you're like, okay, I get it. I got triggered. And guess what? I know, I know what to do now. When I have time, I'm going to sit and I'm going to process what just came up. Yeah, yeah, very true. So you also talk about in, in part of the book, which I thought was interesting, and I wanted to get you to talk a little bit about this was you said something in there about how emotions can get over processed. Mm. What, what do you mean by that? Yeah. So I mean, as far as the thinking and the analyzing and the ruminating, I call that over-processing something. Mm. So we think we're processing. We're like, oh, I just need to think about it for a little while. And that's all well and good. But if a little while is going into days (laughs) and for some people years, right, they're still, you know, we all know that person, they're still bringing up stuff, right? That's something that it's kind of like food. It lost its nutrients. So emotions are very much like food when they're processed. You gain something, you gain nourishment, you gain energy, you gain strength, you gain awareness. But yet when they're over-processed through, usually it's chronic thinking, it's kind of like food with chemicals or food with pesticides. Now you've contaminated it and it's not that it's horrible, but it's not certainly not as good as if it were just raw and organic for you. Mm-hmm. So we want those emotions just to be, we don't want to over-process our thinking about ruminating, problem solving, those kinds of things, trying to fix things all the time, trying to make things better. That's all over-processing. And again, we're stripping it down. So then by the time you do feel something, it doesn't feel like you got much. And so would you say, I know that you cover in your book, some common stumbling blocks that people kind of run into when they're going through an emotional detox. Do you think that that's one of them? Are there more? The common stumbling blocks, yes, I think that over-processing, I think that step one is important. I think that as long as they're in order, because they build on each other, so that step one is going to calm your what's called your vagus nerve. So it's the largest nerve in your body. And that toning of that nerve is important. One way to simply tone that every day is you could, you could just massage, you could rub your hands together, put some maybe essential oil on your hands or cream or something. And then you could just rub the back of your neck, which is right near that, that brain stem. So the vagus nerve comes out the brain stem and it goes through every, almost every organ in your body. And so you want to tone that nerve every day. If you're someone who is losing your voice or you have a hoarse voice. That's another sign that your your vagus nerve needs to be toned. It's off. You don't want to do anything without toning that nerve. It's like brushing your teeth. It's a daily practice. So in addition to those seven steps, what I'll do outside of it, so I'll have a, like a morning practice where I go through my seven steps and that always feels and looks different not looks as far as the steps, but what pops up in my mind is different or how much time I spend on one area might be different. But I, usually within 
seven minutes, eight minutes, I'm complete with that seven steps. Outside of that, for the rest of the day, I also have an awareness of when I'm a little off center. So I might go outside, the, going in the sun will tone your vagus nerve, drinking water will tone your nerve, uh, freezing cold water on your face in the morning. I will do that every day because that tones the nerve. The nerve is really, it really impacts your fight, flight, freeze response, which is a reactive state. So we want to get yourself out of reactivity throughout the day, but it's also important to know when you went back in it and having little tricks kind of bring you back online again, because let's face it, we can't just stop and do seven steps all the time, but we can take a moment and just kick that nerve back in. The thing is, it's it really goes well is if you do the seven steps with it at least once a day, because it's kind of like other tools that we've been told about. Eventually, they'll fade away and you won't do them anymore because you think, oh, it's not working. But when they're combined with that daily practice, I find people really, I have people cleansing on their own quite a bit and really just coming to me when they're feeling like it's too big for them to do on their own. But for the most part, they're taking care of it themselves now. When you look in your book, each step of your cleanse process, you have, I mean, there's plenty of information here. There are plenty of insights and tips for people to help you through each step. So if people are hearing this and they're thinking, oh gosh, those seven steps, I'm not exactly clear. The book really outlines it very nicely for you. And so it gives you, you know, there's the information about the vagus nerve under the first step under clear. There are many other things under that that kind of help you you know, work through each step so that you know what's kind of behind it, what's going into each one. So you're going to get a lot of action out of each step working your way through the book. So I know you have something coming up in January that you're offering. You have a course coming up in January. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. I have a manifesting course coming up and it's, it's called Emotional Detox for Manifesting. And manifesting is the second half of the book that you're speaking to in both books, because it's not just a detox cleanse, it's a manifesting formula. And I didn't know that until I started using the cleanse on a regular basis. And all of a sudden, I'm manifesting things. And the most fascinating part, Becky, was my, my life was a complete mess. Like, I think people think you have to have all your ducks in a row before you start manifesting. <laughs> And it's like, okay, well, I got to finish this and do this and look perfect. And then all of a sudden I can be a manifester. My life was a shit show. And all of a sudden I'm manifesting. This is happening effortless, this opportunities. And I'm going, what the heck is going on? All I'm doing is this cleanse. And then I realized I had written this cleanse. That was the other piece in accordance with the laws of the universe. I crossed every law and I made sure I was in alignment with every single one of them. So when you go through this cleanse, know that you are in, in line with the laws, all the spiritual laws. So now I'm really emphasizing the manifesting part of this formula. And that's what that course is about. 
Wow. I should note that in the book, you do go into the emotional trauma and tragedy that you were facing in your own life as you came up with this cleanse process. And you're so open and frank and candid about it. And your examples are very concrete and very relatable. So I think that that's, it will help people kind of get through the book. Because like you said, you were not in this amazingly blissful place when you started your way through this. You, you found this because you were in a really hard place and you needed a tool to help you through. And that comes through in the book very clearly. So if anybody's feeling like, oh, this just sounds you know too far out there and I'm really stuck in something bad, you were stuck in something bad and, and you made your way through it with this. Oh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't just me. My whole family was in crisis. We we all were in trauma. So I, like I said, I have three daughters, a husband, and the entire family was in crisis. And it wasn't like a quick crisis. It was um, quite a quite a while. So it took at least a year to, you know, I had the, the girls, I had to help them get help. And I'm trying to help myself and my husband, everybody's was really in the worst shape of ever. So, so yeah, it's absolutely possible to, but I learned really the power of emotions. I have such an appreciation for them. I don't think we were really taught that Becky. I think now it's turning. Other people are starting to talk about it too, of just incredible how valuable they are. They were never meant to be suppressed. That was all fear and whatnot. But once you learn how to process them, it's not going to hurt you. I promise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you can do it. And the cleanse, you will get it. You really will. And again, I have those audio meditations on cleanselife.com for people that can't afford a coach. So there's a lot of options. The book is really a great place to start. It's accessible. It's really what's most important to me is just getting it as many people feeling again, just like where we started as it possibly can do. And that is a great way to kind of tie it back up because I really going through your website and seeing that kind of personal mission statement about getting our world feeling again. It's so needed is just, it's so needed. I, the way people fear emotions, you know, they don't want to deal with them. They're afraid of what's going to happen with them. They can see them as dangerous. Some people think emotions are dangerous, you know? Mm. Um, And I think that is actually dangerous. I think it has led us to a kind of dangerous place where we suppress and we repress. And then it kind of leads to like everything we just talked about, all this backup and this buildup and So it does seem time for a good emotional detox all around humanity. So I'm grateful that you're out here sharing this information, that you have taken the time and the energy and all of your experience and education and background and organized it in such a really phenomenal way for us in this book, Emotional Detox, to help us step through and to, you know, maybe start to touch into some of these things that do feel a little scary, you know, when you think about going through your emotions and making space for it. And um, your website is great. So why don't you tell people where they can find you? You have a lot of resources on your website. And are you on Instagram? Or if they want to hear more from you or more about emotional detox, where can they go? Well, the first stop would be sherriannaboyle.com. That's where all my books and coaching and where that manifesting class is in January. So sherriannaboyle.com. And then cleanselife.com has the audio meditations, and then I put the cleanse into a yoga practice. So I've been teaching yoga for 19 years, and 
it was just by chance someone said to me, um, I said, you know, I put the cleanse into a practice every day. And they were like, you do? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I just go through the steps of an emotional detox while I'm practicing yoga. And they were like, can you show us how to do that? I'm like, sure. So I hadn't really thought of it about it, but now I record them and I put them up there. So if people want to do it that way, that's an option as well. I, have, I call it fitness because because of my background in anxiety, uh, it's important that people are moving their bodies mm-hmm, <laughs> when it mm-hmm. comes to anxiety. So I have a lot of different things in there. And you also have a weekly radio show. Yeah. Healthylife.net. Healthylife.net. You can click on that anytime. And there's a bunch of us there. And my show is called Emotional Detox. And I have, um, I'm on there every Wednesday, 2 p.m. But every show is available for replay after. So you can listen in. And at the end of every show, I talk about cleanse for about eight minutes and I share a little bit of give people insight as to what, what, they might consider cleansing that week. Wow, that's great. And you also have a podcast, which I know we talked about, you're kind of rebooting and kind of getting that reorganized. But there are a lot of really great episodes up there. I've checked it out. So that's another good resource. It's just called Emotional Detox. Yes. It's the podcast. Search for that, right? Yes. Yep. That's terrific. Yeah. Oh, well, so many good things. I can't thank you enough for being here today and sharing this information. Our message today for everybody is don't fear those emotions. <laughs> get, get in there and let them get processed and give yourself the time and the space to do that. So I appreciate that message today, Sherry. And thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I would love to hear what you thought of today's show. Did you get something valuable from it? If so, don't keep it a secret. Tell your friends and family. I want everyone to unleash their soul song because the world needs all our beautiful music. I'd also really appreciate if you subscribe to the show on iTunes, rate and review. You may not realize it, but that's the best way to help other people find the show. I hope you'll come visit with me at theintuneexperience.com. While you're there, download your free copy of Intune Insights designed to inspire you to unleash your soul song. I'd also love to hear from you on Instagram at Unleash Your Soul Song. Shoot me a message. Let me know. What'd you think about the show? Tell me what you want to hear about and what you're struggling with so that I can craft shows that provide you with insights, inspiration, and the tools you need to venture on your own personal journey. Listen, this world is busy. Our days are really full and life is super distracting. We're pulled in so many different directions every day. And so I thank you for joining me here today. Have a great week. You and me, you and me, he and she, he and she, next door neighbor, stranger down the street. Form a chain, form a chain, grab the clouds, grab the clouds, cause we haven't even touched our highest ground. No, we haven't even touched our highest ground. Unleash Your Soul Song is recorded and edited in 426 Studios, the music production company that I co-own. For more information about our music and our services, please visit www.four26studios.com. That's www.four26studios.com.